Great job, team. Head back to base for debriefing and Hello and welcome back to Debriefing and Cocktails. It's your host, Reed Walker, with the co-superstar, Sir J.O. Lugo. How are you, third-time dad? I'm I'm fantastic. Did I just get, like, a promotion? Uh, co- I forget which one it is that I call you. It's either co-star or co- co-master. I don't know. Usually, usually it's, like, Master Sergio Lugo or something. Oh, like. there you go. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know so which no. one is. No, it's I guess fine. It's I, I, I will, I will accept the rank of superstar. Oh, okay. You, you, you don't have to uh, it, revise that. All, all right, we won't then. I'm doing fantastic, Reed. And yourself? Oh, I'm doing just fine. And then in these here strange days, ooh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're coming off our sabbatical of sorts. Right now, to our 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 like third of many sabbaticals, especially going forward. Yeah, just with the to explain to some people who might be new to this, to the due to the pushback of the next James Bond movie, which is named No Time to Die. Hey, you got it. Duh. <laughs> uh, due to it being pushed back, we it kind of messed up our schedule, so we're kind of being pretty lackadaisical with these ones leading up to it. And so we've right, earned it. We've earned it, w- it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. This is real hard. I mean, at least speaking for, speaking for myself. Yeah, this is real hard. And I mean that sarcastically to you. I mean it not sarcastically because you're actually doing, you know, work and shit like editing and post-production and yes, editing yes. me. So. And, and 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 raising children so yeah 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 man yeah third time dad here yeah i'm just gonna i just want to see a christmas card that's what i want on your christmas card third time dad i don't third got time, time for this bullshit <laughs> i'll see what i can do <laughs> all right well this week we are talking about oh one of the two movies i have dreaded Rewatching, and this is mm-hmm. this is probably the one I've dreaded the most. The other one on the that I would say I dread watching is at least entertaining in its dumb shit. Yeah, this one is not so entertaining. We are going to be talking about Quantum of Solace this week, the second outing for Mr. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Sergio, since you're the you're the new man on the block with these, what did you think of this movie? Uh, this Why was this movie so hard to watch? Dude, I don't even know. I I kind of that that's a good way to put that cuz honestly, watching the movie, I kind of thought about that a few times. And I just thought what well, I don't I don't know why I don't I don't care about any of this. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's not like Daniel Craig was bad. Yeah, and, like, and not literally any of this a bit hyperbolic. I, and, and, On and my part. Like, yeah, and 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 Dame Judi Dench was oh just uh, just, yeah, just wonderful. Fantastic. You know, always wonderful. And and that's the, the, one of the few things I liked in the movie was their dynamic. That's like yes. one of the few good points. Yeah, like me. I I can point to certain things in this movie and say, oh well, that's that's objectively pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, you, you know, you know how you know that saying like, oh well, the, the movie is greater than the sum of its parts, or the team is greater than the sum of its parts. I feel like this movie is worse than the sum of its parts. Mm. Because individually, like the action scenes are pretty cool. You know, the the the, the, the acting is decent. The the the, the characters <clears throat> are okay. Yeah, and and I would agree. Like the a lot of the, I'm gonna call it peripheral things. I guess like like you said, acting, for instance, it's none of that's bad. I yeah. don't think Any, Daniel, like you said, everything kind of in all that way is fine. I don't know if it's like the pacing or the story that's being told or the characters aren't interesting enough, even if they are. And for me, I mean. And even if the acting is fine, I don't know if I give a shit enough about all in all what's happening. Because like, what's even the – we're going to go – we're obviously just deep going into analysis right now. Are you, we're debriefing? We are debriefing. What, what was the goal of the um, villain? Like to destabilize a government through eco sort of things like – taking their water away or, or like no. monopolizing well, the water like if we're we're talking about the movie as a whole there's there's two different things happening in the in the movie one is the completely inconsequential like racket that the the bad guy is running where he's buying up the land that has the water so mm-hmm. he can leverage the 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 the, the the water contract for the country of Bolivia. Right. And if, if that is not a white collar, like boring ass (laughs) crime, I don't know what is. And when, and and when he, when they, he finally did his big reveal of this is what I'm doing. You know, I am glad it wasn't to James Bond. Like James Bond really didn't give a shit what his, what that guy's motive was. Mm. James Bond was just trying to find out more about uh, quantum. Yeah, and and that's kind of a weird thing how the title of the movie sort of is a double play, I guess, or or has just touches on a couple of things. Apparently, a quantum of solace is referencing uh, a relationship that cannot be salvaged unless there's a quantum of solace between the two parties. Quantum meaning measure, and solace meaning comfort. So I guess, and and this is all, and, and and this is all in connection to the last movie, directly connected to the last movie. Yeah, yeah, and and that actually so brings me to my, my, my other point. My, my other point, like the other thing that's happening in this movie is is a a weak attempt at like actual character development for the James Bond character. Yeah. Like they're they're actually trying to play off of his love for his 
the the Bond girl in the last movie, or was it the Bond girl? What was her name? Vesper. Vesper, yes, who who uh, was was killed in like the last scene. And yeah, they're supposed to be all heartbroken, and 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 this movie is him emotionally dealing with that uh, through reven- revenge and uh, hiding his feelings. Yeah, this is supposed to be in some in a way how he becomes the character he does in the other movies. That's okay. That's more or less. That's that's some of what this is like. How Bond is just this sort of cold just gets with women kind of character and he doesn't really have emotional ties very much. That's what yeah. this is supposed to kind of be. Oh, well, I, also, I, I, I guess they get that across, I guess. I, I think they do, at least in the yeah. context of him trying to be very cold. There are yeah. several glimpses of him, you know, particularly with M where she brings up X, Y, Z things and he's like, you can't do that for revenge. I'm not, you can't care about that. I don't, you know, he, he's most of the time he's very, he's very cold about these things or tries to be. Yeah. But this is also the first time, at least of the movies we've watched where you actually see James Bond drinking for a reason. Yeah. He's not doing it as like a leisure pastimey kind of, that's just what you do. Classy kind of thing. Yeah. This motherfucker is drinking because he is sad. Mm hmm. And as I said about Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig was good. I have no complaints about Daniel Craig as his portrayal in this movie. And in fact, I feel like he's overqualified for the position when it comes to acting chops. Uh, He he might be, especially. And if you really look and ever watch his interviews about the character or his mm -hmm. snippets of talking about playing the character, he does not like playing James Bond or has not at all. Yeah, well, most actors who have played him have not thought it. Other than, I think, who was it? Uh, shit, what's his name? Roger Moore. Roger Moore. I feel like Roger Moore in, in, enjoyed it, but the rest of them didn't really enjoy it. Did Sean Connery not enjoy it? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Like, maybe, I know he didn't enjoy a lot of the non-movie aspects. Like, he eventually did not get along with uh, broccoli, w- one of the producers or or, or people working. For, you, you know, mean, is it broccoli? No, it's it's broccoli. It's okay. <laughs> an Italian fella, an Italian fella named broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it may, maybe the proper Italian pronunciation is broccoli, but I've heard him talked called broccoli uh, quite oh. a bit. All right, or at least very close. Uh. But yeah, that that's more what I heard about Sean Connery. That he maybe he didn't like the fame of it, maybe he didn't like the attention, but he I don't remember him disliking the character. Now, I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. I just I'm telling you what I remember. Yeah, and and I I could be wrong. It's it's just I I feel like the the actors what I've heard just have not been fond of the character because there's there's not much to it. There's not much to the acting of it. Right. It, it, it can't be professionally fulfilling except for the pocketbook that you end up with. Yeah. And and Moore is kind of the only one who got to play a less shitty character that mm-hmm. Bond kind of is. If you really put him like point out his main characteristics, his his bond was a little more fun, a little sillier, 
just yeah. in, in in quipping and all by itself he wasn't as tough and manhandly as say sean connery's or, or timothy dalton's were yeah or or daniel craig's for that matter true so i could see why he might enjoy it uh but daniel craig might not yeah, but 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 uh, yeah, he's he's overqualified for the position, and this is the first uh, of the two movies. I enjoyed his performance here because it was way more dynamic than it was in the first movie, and more dynamic than most of the Bond performances I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. I I actually liked so. I mean, the act again. I'm gonna try and not repeat the statement. But you know the acting's fine. the The main girl that was in the movie, and I cannot think of her name. Uh, the girl he saves at the end in the fire, and he helps her kill the general care the general yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I mean, she, her character's fine. I, I really the thing I liked was her little Camille. backstory. Camille. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Her her backstory was neat ish. It's like, okay, you're giving context, but it sounds just like she might as well be Chun Li from Street Fighter who she hates bison. You know, she just has a yeah. tragic backstory reason. But yeah. then they it almost feels out of place and it's because it's a Bond movie and they don't give enough time to develop her, maybe. But when they're in that hotel and she's sitting in that room uh, and it's burning down, and she's terrified because it reminds her of her childhood. And Bond comes in there, and he picks up the gun, tells her to close his eye, close her eyes. Like that was actually, I was like, oh damn, oh damn, okay. And and then of course <laughs> he shoots the 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 wall out with an explosion. But it's still like you know you don't whether or not you think that's before you figure out that's gonna happen. Like this is kind of like oh man. Oh, this is this is some this is heavy. This chick is just like ter- going back to her childhood and yeah, terrified yeah. And, right now. And, and it's re- very real to her. Yeah, yeah. And 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 in that moment, she actually tells J- like James, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. just kill me. That way, I don't have to burn to death. Yeah. And when when he says close your eyes, right, if that's what he says, it uh, is. Yeah. She believes she's dying. Like she believes he's going to put a cap in her to end yeah. her life. Uh, yeah, so and, it, and it's 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 a good moment. I'll, I'll give you that. Right. It, I think it in a vacuum is a decent moment, but it just kind of stinks that there's not like that's it. There there's no other real big thing to that whole characteristic about her. I, I don't I don't know, and I don't know what more they could have done. Well. The, the more we talk through this, the more I actually respect some of the decisions this, this movie made because most of the other Bond girl, the quote unquote Bond girls don't have a backstory. They don't they don't have much to them. It's just, hey, right. hair and boobs. Yeah, they're they're attractive and they can go from point A to B and, and sometimes pull levers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. And, and, and this one actually has some meat on the bone. And I don't and it, mean that in like yeah. a physical sense. Yeah, yeah. And and it is fair. Like I, I guess that's it. Like it, it th- there is something there, and that's cool that there's something there. But I guess I just wish it was. You know, it's it's just kind of a shame that it's these, that it's just kind of the Bond movies. There's just not very much characterization to some of these 
uh, roles for certain characters. I like you said, the Bond women, they're not generally much of characters. Yeah. Yeah. But they did try in, you know, Casino Royale with Vesper giving her character in this yeah. movie and giving Camille character. But man, the rest of this movie, there's still stuff about this movie that just so, so, so boring. While we're talking about Camille and her character, mm-hmm. I want to look at this at a, at, at, from, from like a bird's eye view, all right? Without getting into the details of the characters and what they mean and their stories and whatnot. What this comes down to is James Bond, a, 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 a what is it, an English national? Mm-hmm. He assists in the assassination of the Bolivian president. Uh, did that dude officially become a Bolivian president, or was he just like on the way? Well, it, the fu- was he like a ceremony away from it or some shit? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, he was taking control of the country. He, yeah, he definitely was in line to do it for definitely for sure. I don't. Yeah. I just can't remember if he kind of. If he officially was their leader, it doesn't matter. It, it literally doesn't matter. James Bond, a spy for the English government, assisted with the assassination of like the leader of a of a foreign country, unprovoked. Like that is literally a war crime. Yeah, but I think as soon as you once you come down from that bird's eye view of it it's different right because he's he's in on the scandal with dominic green with the bad guy he's he's in he knows that they're creating a water shortage that they're doing these that they're trying to destabilize the government in some way that guy didn't though the he definitely knew about the water he didn't know about the water until he was being screwed no, that that's definitely true. Like he he probably didn't know about it until the end when they when they basically said like, look, you either sign this or we're gonna find somebody who will. Yeah, he knew about it for like four and a half minutes before he was before he was murdered. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like there's a little more to that character though. If I yeah, I don't remember offhand. I feel like that general had. He had blood on his hands. Like, he was not a good dude. No, he definitely wasn't a good dude. He clearly was. He was the one who killed her parents and, well, even, and yeah. raped, raped her mom and, and and sister. Like, he's clearly a bad guy. But... Right. But, but yeah, you, you take it from the most obscure angle just to tell the world, like, hey, a, a British Secret Service agent killed a president. Yeah, you know, you yeah. get extremely reductive about it, sure. For no political reason, it's just he just did it. <laughs> yeah, if you exclude him and what he's, what that guy has ever done, sure. Yeah, it, it definitely looks not good. Yeah. But at least he's probably been disavowed, like in all for all intents and purposes. If if it came down in that way, he's he's very disavowed. True that, but but then at the end of the movie, he's immediately not disavowed. Like he's he's avowed again. Is that a thing? Right, because it because it ends up being acceptable, I guess. Because uh, it's 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 Hollywood logic, is what it is. Yeah, like all his all of the generals' characters characteristics considered, 
like, well, he had to go anyway. He was a bad guy. So this yeah. is all like, this is all okay that he's been killed. We're just gonna wipe away all of your transgressions. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, I did not like that opening. The opening of this movie, by the way. Like oh, the one with that, the cars. The highway car chase. Why For not? Me, I, one that kind of stuff isn't really that interesting to me too much, unless they do some real spectacular shit, like you know, yeah. throw a dude from a car to a tank across an entirely different highway. That's at least interesting. And nice, I catch nice, it. Nice, nice, nice. But if I remember right, this that scene does a lot of cuts, and I really I find that disorient. That's very disorienting to me. Yeah, it was it was very much a modern. It was it was cut like a modern action movie. I suppose if if you say so, if, if that's yeah. how they were cut at the time, especially. Yes, yeah, very very bad. fast cuts to 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 tell a very specific story. Uh. It also leaves a lot of room for just fuck ups on set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I like the, the only thing I really liked about that opening sequence is the execution. Like it was basically a silent film. Until, and that is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and, until he gets the guy out of the trunk. And I, wh- what does he say to him? Oh, yeah, I don't I definitely don't remember. I can't remember, but he just says one line and then, <clears throat> you know, mm. yeah. And, and that bit is okay for, yeah. for what it's worth. Like all, everything's said and done. He gets out and does that. And you find out, Oh, that guy's been in there the whole time, which now I want to go back and rewatch that scene. Like how many times did he get hit in the back of the car? Would that not hurt that? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he comes, he shows up there with no driver door. So, yeah, but you know, yeah, that that bit's fine. Like it's, I don't want to make it sound like it's a terrible opening in and of itself. I'm just not a big fan of jump of a lot of cuts. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's distracting, very distracting, and hard to follow for me. Yeah, but but in but, one go. Yeah, and and you and you mentioned this up front, like the pacing is a mess. It feels like it, like it's the scene, an absolute oh, mess, man. Like the scene where they're maybe this isn't necessarily pacing thing to be fair but i just don't like the way it's done where i think so after the opening scene after the opening theme they're dumping all this information out to the audience mm-hmm. at that uh, at that uh interactive table right where they're showing all these graphs and whatnot like the whole iron man-esque tech like tech touch yep. screen tech stuff and i'm just kind of like i i hate Everything you guys are doing right now, this is just some exposition info dump, and I guess this is what you have to do, but I feel I wish you could find a cleaner way to do it instead of here's a bunch of information displayed on screen. Keep up. Yeah, yeah. It, again, with the whole modern movie thing, like I feel like nowadays people expect there to be a paper trail in movies. Mm-hmm. So you can't just say an operative in Morocco has information on Billy Joe from fucking Russia, you know, like back in the day, you could get away with just one line of dialogue explaining something stupid that glues two scenes together. Now yeah. you need a fucking paper trail. And that whole scene was a digital paper trail, literally with d- dollar bills in it. <laughs> 
And, and I'm it, yeah. And, and I'm gonna say this without trying to be mean, but people like you are the reason those scenes are in movies. And and I would say, for what it's worth, I kind of give you that, and 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 I do. I don't dislike the concept of that. I just I dislike the execution of it. Okay, that's I, fair. I, that's fair. I'm not a fan of. Let's show a bunch of imagery that you need. You need. You better be watching. You need to follow visually. You need to follow what's being shown on screen, and listen to what is being said to you. Mm-hmm. A little, you know, every second. Otherwise, you might miss something, and you'll not realize what something is later. But you'll figure it out after that. Like, like at the very end of the movie. And this might be more specific to me because of my eyesight and that and the way I have to. Like at the very end of the movie, when he goes and confronts Vesper's boyfriend or fiance, mm-hmm. whatever. It took me a hot minute until he pulls out the necklace. I didn't realize who the fuck this dude was. Yeah. Yeah. Until he he might have said something before the necklace. But either way, until it was blatantly obvious through dialogue or whatever, I had no clue who the fuck this dude was. But I know they showed him. Once I realized who who it was, I was like, oh, yeah, they they did show that picture earlier of him in passing. And it, so it's definitely not a criticism on you're not doing your due diligence movie. Can you please do it in a more digestible way? <laughs> yeah, and ultimately most of that shit doesn't even matter. And then there's not even matter. Sure, and some and that's kind of fair too. Like, yes, I am that guy. I do like to see things make sense and add up. But there is also also too much information to be told sometimes. Like you don't have to tell everything, every little thing. Mm-hmm. Especially tell every little thing. You can show some of the shit. Get get you us one of those Iron Man tables. They're popular right now. <laughs> all that I you know I thought about that thought about your your I think you previously had said each movie tries to do the new cool thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna look up and see when. Oh look at that! It came out in 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. If, if I'm the, looking the, at this the correctly. year right before Iron Man, yeah, yeah, it's all. I, should, I, I think Hollywood, it came. It, I think it new. came out in 2008, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Quantum oh, Solace was 08. Well, no, Iron Man didn't. Did Iron Man no, come out? Iron Man's way? 2009. Okay. Unless. Oh wait, no, 2008. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Same year. Yeah. I wonder which one came out first. Now. Uh, I'm I'm looking at Iron Man right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. The, it's that not was like a fun they could have watched Iron Man and then yeah. No, no, of course not. Um. um yeah, it it is just stuff like that. I. It's just a bunch of stuff that I don't care about, like the girl, the the Fields girl. Like, I'm sorry, who who are you? Why do I care about you? And then you just get fucking dipped in oil and die, and, and this is supposed to be impactful. But I guess just because Bond banged her, we're supposed to care. I don't well, know. We aren't supposed to care. Like, uh, sure, her, it's an impact her, on him. Exactly, exactly. I get it. It's, it's another chick he he touched since she died. Oh, look at his record. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's um, all of this is supposed to be character growth for James Bond. And I, I yeah. feel like 
Daniel Craig's James Bond is 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 kind of handicapped by the previous James Bonds because I'm kind of going to touch on what you said a minute ago, like that last scene with the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I had absolutely no idea who that was. I knew he was important because they wouldn't be visiting him if you know <laughs> if, if, if right. he wasn't. But I didn't know who the fuck that was. And the thing is, is watching these James Bond movies, I've been trained that. I don't need to remember shit between these things. Right. You know? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the only two that really do that too. Yeah. And, and I feel like if I knew going into this that, Hey, you should probably remember shit from the last movie because this is, it, it actually matters. I, I would have, you know, locked some of that information in my brain, but there's no reason to, it's a James Bond movie. They don't do that. Well, but they they showed him in this movie like they they pointed him out because they show a picture of him and Vesper together. And and so that's supposed to have been your your reminder of what he looks like. So when uh, you pi- see him uh, later, a uh, picture, uh, you're right. A uh, picture, a uh, picture, a uh, picture. Yeah. And, and uh, again, if I'm but sure I'm on board, I'm on board I, I, with you. You know, if this was if, the, if this was the first two Jason Bourne movies, I'm sure I would have no complaints because there's no expectation that that shit doesn't matter. Right. And and even then, in, in these kind of movies, and somewhat in Bond movies, they do this sort of thing like where uh, put the put the villain or the person you're chasing on the big screen. This is who we're after. This is the target. Like like him him going after Mr. White in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. he loses Mr. White, and then they do the whole table info dump. And it's like, yeah. here's this guy that you need to go to bond is the is the end of that whole plot, that mm-hmm. plot point. And then he goes to that guy because they just display him on screen and, and hope you were paying attention. And that's who he came to go, uh, who he came to go talk to and that can't apparently stab him, I guess, when he's walking right by him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There, there just felt like a couple of points where them getting to certain things just felt slow or I, I don't know maybe i'm dumb i, I no, can't no i can't put on i cannot tell you why but this movie was just boring like i was kind of looking i was thinking back to man from russia with love is looking kind of decent right now <laughs> i'm kind of more interested in that shit yeah yeah let's not give away later parts of this movie or later parts of this <clears throat> podcast uh I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like they tried a lot of really awesome stuff. And that's, not and that's a lot true. Of it, that's fair. A, a lot of it just didn't stick. And it's outside of what you expect from the character. Mm. And the pacing is bad. Some of the action scenes are pretty good. Some of them are not. Like the whole airplane sequence, a snooze fucking fest, man. I, I'm glad to hear you say that because while that was going on, and I know you're an action scene guy and I'm not. But I sat there and watched that scene. And I'm like, I, I don't give a shit about this. Like, why is it? Why, why are the? Why are these pilots even after them? Why are they there? I don't remember <laughs> any information telling me who or what these motherfuckers are. Are they government uh, agents of Boli- Was it Bolivia? I, I guess so. Belize. Well, what, what's the area that they were buying up land and stuff? I think it's Bolivia. I think it's Bolivia. We're just going to say Bolivia. Sorry if we're wrong. But yeah, like, are these <laughs> government, are, they, are these arm, or, you know, Air Force 
people for Bolivia? Are these like people working for Green? I, I don't remember that they said who these people are and why they're specifically after Bond. They, they didn't. Moment. They didn't. They didn't. And, okay. They, ju- they and, just said that – I think what he said was, uh, I gave him the car mm-hmm. to, pay for the, for, to, to pay for the airplane. Right. But he'll yeah, yeah. make double that uh, turning us in. When he sells us out. When he sells us he, out. Right. Good, the, that's a really good line. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't explain much, but it's a good line. Right, and for what it's worth, yeah, I, I, I guess that I should have been more clear with that, and I, and I didn't say that. Yes, they do connect why those fighter planes come after them. I guess I would like to know who the fuck they work for. Are they the government? Are they the bad guys? Who? Why are they at? Why are they even shooting him down in the first place? Did he? I don't. What did? What did he do wrong? Did the guy say that he stole it? I don't know. Did he? Did that guy know they were criminals? I, I don't, I don't know. And they're in a goddamn like freighter looking ass plane. If I, I don't know planes very well, but yeah. And these guys are in like fighter pilot looking planes, and like, well, what, are you really just gonna shoot a fucking missile at this dude? What? He's not a threat. What are you doing? <laughs> well, then I guess in that in that case we can assume <clears throat> that it was Green's people. I don't know. And that bothers me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah see, uh, it doesn't. Uh, that whole scene, you cut that mood, cut that scene out. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, then there's a the whole scene where they're walking uh, through the desert. Like, there's just so much downtime and shitty action scene. Like, it. I'll, I'll give something to the plane scene because they do need to get them in this position somewhat. They have to get them out there to for Bond to figure out that it's not about oil and pipelines it's about these dams for the water so they can control the water and that pushes the other plot forward so yeah you know something's going on there's you can way do it there's so way, many other ways to get out into the desert sure yeah you can definitely do it another way for like sure. how are they, how are they really going to investigate in a fucking plane yeah what's he going to do land near he's just going to stumble into it yeah, I it's guess like, oh, find hmm, the right look spot to look. Yeah, the know. only reason the only reason they he found out what he needed to find out was because they were shot down. Right. I mean, it's the same. It's arguably the same shit from Rise of, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, good thing they fell in that one sand trap exactly where the <laughs> dagger was. Out of all the sand traps and all the desert. But in, let, J- in James Bond, you can't blame it on the force. No, you can't. No, no, it's it's just movie shit. And it's fine. just movie shit. So I do, before we get out of this and before, if you have something, so take a second and think if there's something you want to, something you liked or, or something you didn't like that we hadn't talked about or final mm-hmm. thoughts for it. One thing I thought was cool, and, and maybe, look, maybe I got low thresholds for thinking that this is cool. I don't know. When he goes to the opera and he's listening into their conversation, and he eventually chimes in and and uh, alerts all of them to him being there or at least listening and they all start getting up and leaving he takes the opportunity to take pictures of all of them to send in i was like mm-hmm. oh that's really clever I, I you know i don't know if that's just fucking no shit sherlock kind of obvious thing he could do but like oh that's that's a really clever way to to get the information you're looking for it maybe Maybe. I didn't like that at all. 
No. It it, it just seemed way too far-fetched to me. What part of it seemed far-fetched? Just the hey, I'm just gonna just gonna drop in on this 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 conversation, and 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 chime in, and it's gonna create a chain reaction of exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, I I will give you that a little bit at least on the them getting up doesn't make the world of sense to me, even though I do think it's a clever byproduct for mm-hmm. Bond. I do think it also doesn't make sense in some way where why would these all of these people near simultaneously get up and start leaving? That seems way more suspicious if you think somebody's on to you than just staying in your seat. You don't know that they know what you specifically look each specific person looks like. But as soon as you get up again almost simultaneously to leave, I bet they'll figure it out. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was neat to see the Felix lighter actor again for what little role he played in the movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, why was David Harbor in this movie? Who's that? That's Hopper from, uh, from stranger things. Who, who was he in the movie? Was he I like the mustache guy with Felix? He was the mustache guy. He was the other American. I think he was there to be Felix, so Felix could replace him. I, I believe, and I could be wrong. I'm just, I'm super stabbing at it right now because you do make a point. Like, why are they pointing out this character? But at the toward the end of the movie, uh, Felix gets a promotion over a specific person, mm-hmm. and I think he was that person. There's that's all of that's fucking pointless because the all of that well, is fucking it, pointless. It, it's another one of those sort of things where it's kind of trying to tie these movies into the few into the other movies because basically the Daniel Craig movies to an extent uh, loop back around mm-hmm. to to the old movies. And and you'll you'll see that in as we see these other other movies. What what is a uh, Hopper's name as a side note? Do you know offhand? The actor. Yeah. Uh, the actor is David Harbor. The the character is Greg Beam. Yes. Okay. I I was just trying to. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what it is. He took. Lighter was promoted to be that guy. Oh. At the at the end of the movie, he took his position because he whatever position he was because later in in the later movies i say later in the previous movies felix is like he's a top brass kind of positioned person Mm -hmm. or at least an upper brass positioned person uh so this is the and this is just their way to put him in there where in the in casino royale he's more mid-tier i think at best he's more of an agent okay so that's pro- that's why they probably put Hopper in there and gave him a little screen time. So later when M says he got promoted over Beam, they can you know like oh that's that guy. But I don't know that they even ever addressed Hopper as Beam. I other than I don't don't fucking know. This shit doesn't yeah. matter. No, it doesn't. <laughs> why couldn't Felix Leiter? 
just be a big dog in fucking Casino Royale. But I guess him being at the Casino Royale is like bitch CIA grunt work. So you can't have Felix Leiter doing that. He's too high profile. I I don't. Yeah, Whatever, yeah. man. I'm. It's, you got yeah, some other. Yeah, this, you got some other shit to say. Yeah. Last thing else? I want to say is. Go ahead. And, and we haven't mentioned it at all. But I don't know how to say that. Say his name is it Mathal? Mathis. Mathal. Matthew. No, it's no, it's Matthew. It's Matthew. Are you talking Al, about the... Almerick? Okay. Uh, the oh, actor oh, that oh. played Dominic Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that guy. I haven't seen him in anything else, but I really liked the way he portrayed this dude. Yeah, I did too. I, I think he, I think he did a good job. He's fine. I don't think they really do shit with him. True. True. But what they He's did fine. was, uh, I would, I would put him above fine. Yeah, I mean, sure, whatever. He, he, he does good acting. He's menacing. He's sure. He's what, willing to get his hands dirty. Sure. Which you is, a, which is a con. Well, maybe not, but it, it's a little bit of a contrast to Lashif in the last one, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Even though, I mean, he definitely tortures Bond toward the end of the movie, but he definitely seems like a. For most of the movie, he seems hands off. Where Dominic Green seems like he'll get in there, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like fantastic. Yeah, he good job. All the acting, casting, all all that stuff was fine. Yeah. Oh, I think, that, I think that's all I have for the uh, analysis portion. Yeah, me me too. I'm 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 exhausted with this. <laughs> oh, the the Mathis that I do want to point this out because maybe you can tell me what happened. The Mathis death. While I like his death, why was he in Bond's trunk? He was put in Bond's trunk by 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 by, by uh, Green's people in like, order for Bond to be arrested. By the cops. But he wasn't dead, right? No, like, he wasn't dead when he was in the trunk, no. Okay. Yeah, that whole situation just seemed kind of weird to me now that I remember that. Remember to talk about that. Because, all right, cool, Mathis isn't dead. He's just in there unconscious or, or something. The cops immediately pull guns on him, and Mathis starts moving, and they start shooting him. Bond immediately uses him as a human shield, so he gets killed, and he kills the cop. Why do you have to die? Why do you need this have to happen that way? <laughs> I, character not, growth, man. It's all character growth. It feels like that's fine. Why can't you just have this be another way? Like, why can't Bond be confronted by Green's goons and Mathis unintentionally get shot? Or he takes a bullet for Bond and then he has the exact don't, same moment with him. Don't try to rewrite the movie. All right, cool, dude. Let's move on to this movie, to the music section. Cause... Just, just, just say it's shitty and move on. All right, man. <laughs> the payoff is cool. Is all right enough. It's fine. It's cool. It's maybe good even. But like the lead up to that payoff is is shitty to me. It seems weird. It seems real weird. Yeah. But on to the music, which I'm gonna just go ahead and hit you with it. I'm gonna hit you with a hot take, boy. And and then you can have at it. Okay. This this intro was. I think it was poo poo. It's you know not a fan. <laughs> I, that's not that hot of a take. 
Bro, and, I, and 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 <laughs> I, I'm actually going to double down on my my previous statement of it's less than the sum of its parts because if you look at who made that opening song, that's Jack White and Alicia Keys. I don't know who Jack White is, but I mean, I know Alicia Keys is at least popular and known. Yeah, like Alicia Keys is one of the most talented women in music. The uh, Jack White is the brainchild behind the White Stripes one of the most influential artists of the past 20 years, put those two people in a room, you assume the song that comes out is going to be a masterpiece. And that's not what happened. Yeah, that that song feels so weird. to. I, I did not really care for the song in and of itself. I mean, whatever. Maybe it's a radio song. Maybe it's fine. It I is don't absolutely know. not a radio song. But, like, yeah, I would. I don't think I'd like it if it were. And then the the visuals going on in it, I don't remember really giving a shit. Yeah, this the visuals are fine. Like they they fit the movie, they fit the tone of the film. Okay, well, uh, I'll take your word for it. The 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 song did not. The the song was not very good at all. It had some good elements, but it, it even the sections where you would assume it would be singable or at least have it like a catch to it, mm-hmm. the, the 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 vocals the were. The the hook, uh, the, the the vocals were were layered in a way where the song was being sung three different ways all at the same time by two different people. Yeah, I, it, it's, it was I, just I, a yeah. vocal mess, dude. I I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to have said that really, but yeah, it it does not. Maybe this is a real layman's way to say it. That song did not feel like it was easily singable by no. someone listening along. No, no. Whereas some of these other ones are perfectly acceptable in that way, you know, the man with the golden gun or, you know, golden eye. Yeah. All just, there's plenty of these songs that are very catchy, you know, when you, the, a view to, not a view to a kill. Well, a view to a kill. A view to and, a kill is a great song, but we're, yeah, we're not a, there yet. <laughs> we're not. That's a fantastic song. Number one thing in that movie outside of, uh, Christopher Walken. Um, anyway, but yeah, man, I did, again, not the music guy, obviously, but I, this song was not, I I just did not like it. It didn't feel like it fit the movie right. It's probably one of the couple of words, it's in the bottom three or four to me. Like, this, this track specifically sounds like one of those tracks in the bottom third of an album where... You got lucky <laughs> enough to pull a Alicia Keys, and she's on your album, so you're like, yes, but mm-hmm. you couldn't get a hit song out of her, so you just put her in the bottom third to say you had her on your album. Mm-hmm. This is that song. Oh, man. And that song should not be the tentpole song on a fucking Bond movie. Yeah, I don't even know what half of that music jargon you just said really means. But it doesn't sound good because bottom third does not sound good. Yeah. <laughs> Those words I understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, notes on the intro. Uh, yeah. The, the, the gun barrel sequence happened after the movie. Sure. Yeah, it did. Uh, typically that happens in the uh, in the opening. We'll have to see the next two movies because I feel like that might be – I don't know if that's exclusive to this movie or uh or not 
Interesting. Casino Royale had it at the beginning. Yeah. Maybe I don't recall if it had Casino Royale, you know, the title there or not, but it definitely had the gun barrel sequence. And I do not recall yeah. if Skyfall or Spectre have the gun barrel sequence in the beginning or not. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we will see. That would also be a, a kind of a unique thing to this one off the yeah. top of my head, if that's accurate. If none of the earlier ones didn't have it either, I don't recall. I think all of them have it at the beginning, though. Yeah. Or around. All right. Well, let's, after that hot, kind of interesting take of a song thing whatever i'm bad at this let's just move on to the tropes section which i gotta think i don't know about the tropes thing i don't know if i paid enough attention or not or maybe they didn't really happen as much maybe you can help remind me i can say this much at the very least like if i'm not mistaken he only banged one chick that's true that's true and he amazingly did not bang the main chick that's correct so he I, they, they, he kissed her. That's it. Yeah, they did. And yeah. it wasn't even like a, you know, a sexy, seductive thing. It was just like, yeah, it's kind a of a sweet thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, huh, they didn't really do do that. That particular trope, at least they didn't at least go out of their way with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like in, in this movie, Bond actually drinks a beer, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's not commonly a beer did, was it a bottle or was it like in a nice glass no it was i think it was in a bottle okay because so when i saw yeah. it i was like ugh, what are you ugh. doing <laughs> but, but but he was kind of undercover like he was kind of laying low so i get it you know he was he was in he was in some dive bar he can't be like i'd like a martini sir oh yeah when he was with lighter yeah 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 so right so yeah. contextually it made sense it was just weird seeing it happen mm-hmm um I'm trying to think really there there's relatively if no gadgets in this movie. Yeah, no gadgets. There was the Aston Martin in the in in, in the first se- section. Um Okay. There So there's at least something. Yeah, hmm. I, there really just wasn't and and I guess this again goes back to the beginning of of my whole discussion about this movie is they tried some shit. And a lot of that shit is just not being a James Bond movie. Yeah, because he, he's not even off the top of my head. I don't remember any quips he says either. In the there's movie. a few here and there, but okay. they're they're very understated. Like there were there was there there was no big grand like let's stop all of the action so he can say something fucking dumb. Like mm-hmm. there was none of that. Yeah. Um, you could say. And it kind of fits in just these movies. I, I, I guess maybe in the well, no more in these. Like him and uh, M, their relationship still, the tropes of their relationship is kind of there. Like where they had this real cute kind of bantery relationship mm-hmm. that from Casino Royale forward is becomes kind of a trope for the movies. Yeah. Which I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if I'd much as much call it a trope as. But, you know, I mean, what is a trope really? Just something that's synonymous with the thing? Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say that those behaviors are synonymous with those characters in these movies. Casino Royale, Quantum, yeah. Skyfall, Spectre. Yeah, but, 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 but when it comes to the traditional James Bond stuff, there just wasn't many. 
Yeah, and I don't even think they did. They have a uh, a scene like in, in a bunch of the movies. They'll have action scene occurring, playing the James Bond theme on top of it. Did they even have that? In no, this one? no, I didn't the, think so. The, like the James Bond theme wasn't really showcased until the closing credits. Mm-hmm. From from what I can remember. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel I feel like you're right. I definitely remember it at the very end after the gun barrel and title. Yeah, um, but I definitely don't remember it anywhere else offhand. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It can I, I really can't think of any other tropes that were really in this one as much, or at least they definitely weren't obvious, heavy handed, standouty things. Yeah, you know, they they kind of have the bond being clever sort of stuff where that that's one of the like hallmarks of who bond is he's you know lucky slash very observant i'm gonna shoot the fire extinguisher on the wall to create this circumstance so i can get out of this dangerous situation yeah he comes up with these unique workarounds for situations which he does in in, at the end yeah. Also, the the trope that he's always the best driver in a in a in a car chase. He's always the best pilot in an in an airplane, you know, sequence. Yeah, he's always the he's always the best at basically any sort of thing. Like even when the guys have him handcuffed behind his back in an elevator, surrounded by three or four, was it you know at least security and four you know trained humans. Yep. And he just beats their ass in an elevator and walks out. Yeah. 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 So I'm just like, all right, dude, I, I get it. It's like that moment in the movie. I was like, you know, you know, fucking handcuffed a 007. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> like, I, 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 it was a real gangster moment where I was just like, <laughs> don't fuck with this guy. What are you talking about? Bro, you talk you talk about a, a little bit gangster, and I, I know this isn't probably actually gangster at all, but when he is escaping that situation and he like jumps on the outside of the railing and oh, yeah. scoots across to the other side to catch back up with him to avoid the other security coming in. I was like, That's some slick shit, boy. That's slick. That yeah. all right. That's yeah. that's pretty good. It's 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 like you trained me with all these things. Now I'm just going to use all of them to escape. Yeah. I, you know, it's such a fleeting little thing, but I was like that. That's a really cool way to show him get around them. Yeah. That that's, that's clever use of his environment. Like, like he does. It's a different kind of clever in his environment. You don't usually see him. uh, I don't want to say be acrobatic, but it's, he, he doesn't like go through, ton like sh- small windows and he, he doesn't create these a- he creates avenues for himself to get from place to place like exploding a wall or using machinery to get through something whatever he's not usually just dynamic and jumping across things i, I don't know I, I i just that particular moment it's like he doesn't do that specific thing commonly yeah he jumps across rooftops and fire escapes and all kinds of bullshit but you, you don't see him just kind of jump on the outside of a railing to jump to slide across and get to someone else like that yeah. within a building. Anyway. All right. Well, 
what about the kills? Did you did you check into that by any chance? I'm pretty sure this one might be one of those that's really hard to tell kind of things. It was tough. I tried keeping track. I have not checked to see if I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a decent number of kills on this one. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I felt I don't actually know that, but it just kind of feels like he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he got he, he got a reputation for killing people in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that yeah. was just a thing which kind of, you know, jump back to analysis for just a moment. That kind of irks me, and I don't know how to feel about all that, that that whole thing being his shtick. That it's like, can you just stop killing the dudes we need to talk to? <laughs> it's character growth. <laughs> character growth. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to do different shit in this movie, I guess. Yeah. While, while also, it's a little obnoxious and a little too maybe contrived is the not the right word, but it feels just a little contrived that he kills the guy who should have the information he needs. But lo and behold, the guy has a ticket to the opera. So he knows to go there now. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't, that didn't happen, but it's just that kind of a thing. He has this, he kills somebody that should be able to tell him something, but then he finds a convenient piece of information and is able to move the plot forward. Yeah. And it's just like, really, I'd, I'd rather you not have killed the dude and he told you. Or he told you and you killed him. I don't care. Just, I find it more obnoxious that you've gotten away with killing people two or three times when I don't think you should. <laughs> and the story gets to go on anyway. Well, my guess was 13. Okay. Uh, Looking at the actual total. Mm-hmm. Bond kills sixteen. Okay, so I I didn't even. You're pretty I, close. I, I was yeah, I was close, but I, I didn't get them all. Yeah, and I assume what you're, where you're looking at it doesn't tell you. Does it tell you all of them? No, no, this doesn't give a breakdown of the of the individuals. Oh, okay. But a lot of it is I don't know how many cars are chasing him, or I don't know how many people. You know, it's 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 tougher than it really should be to count these deaths. Yeah, because when it does come down to stuff like what you just said, it's stuff where you have to really be looking like, all right, that one car's chased him. Let me zoom in or or really look at this and see how many – let me make sure and count how many people are in that car that just exploded. Is there any way to determine that? Because it's funny you say that, and this is a little off off of the kill topic. When they're at the party with Green – and the fields chick is walking up the stairs to where Bond is. Bond leaves, mm-hmm. and then she trips a dude. Yeah, I have no. Who the fuck was the dude she tripped? Who'd she trip? She she tripped um Green's like right hand man, the guy with the bad hair. <clears throat> and and I guess that was enough to figure for them to figure out that she was an agent, or at least. Just because she was with Bond, that was enough reason to tr- to kill her. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Oh, anyway. All right. Do you, stop. Do, 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 do you know what that? You know what her character's name was? I I just remember Miss Fields. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you know what her first name was. N- N- Strawberry. Yeah. Is that it? I'm looking. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't uh, know why. It's so stupid. It, and, you know, it's kind of sad that that's so she would have kind of been the uh, Bond-esque girl with the, you know, she has the, the funny name, the Xenia on a top name, yeah. right? The, the yeah. pussy galore kind of names. But nope, they don't even they I don't think they, they don't state her name as Strawberry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> OK, well. I, I I guess I guess what we have what one more section? Yeah, we're moving on to rankings now. And to go ahead and recap what our rankings are right now from bottom to top, we have from Russia with Love at number nine, Doctor No at eight, On Her Majesty's at seven, Live and Let Die at six, The Living Daylights at five, Tomorrow Never Dies at four, Casino Royale at three. GoldenEye at 2, and The Man with the Golden Gun at 1. Okay. I This is above or below from Russia with Love to me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I'm Thank you for being so upfront with, with your, <laughs> your, your selection. Yeah, let me just go ahead and help you out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me throw a couple of cases at you. I could I, see I, it going above Dr. No. Like I don't disagree with what you with, with with what you're throwing at me right now. Okay. But I think it should be a little higher, and here's why. To, okay, hold on. Before you you can explain to me. Tell me where where higher. What, where? What is it higher than? I'm is thinking it higher than from Russia with Love. Oh, of course, yes. Is it above on Her Majesty's? I'm thinking either above or below on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I could, and and you can make depending on where you want to go, you can still make your argument whether you want if you if you really want to, mm-hmm. if you but if you don't think you need to, I I can see it going below on Her Majesty's. Okay, okay, and I'm comfortable <clears throat> putting it there, like just concrete, just doing that, I still do want to point out why it goes there. Okay, go for it. Be, be, because, as I said before, this is a, a movie that, of the ones on this list, tries new shit. Which it had, like, you have to give it some credit for that. And, and that's... Like, and and where, you, yeah, you have to go, give go credit. Ahead. You also have to give credit for it attempting to actually build an like an emotional base to the James Bond character. Mhm. He's he's not just a blunt weapon who kills things, you know. He's a yeah. person who's learning how to do this job who is obviously grieving and is hiding it and th- there's literally character growth. You, you, how do you describe a story well? You start one place and you end somewhere else. Mm-hmm. The Bond in this movie does that. He does. And I can't. I don't think uh, other it's obvious, other than yes, other than on Her Majesty's Secret Service, where shit goes sideways crazy at the end of that movie. Yeah. Most of these movies, you cannot say that. Yeah. Most of them, you kind of can't. Um. And as I said before, it is handicapped or hamstrung by the weight of its pre- of the previous movies. I think that we would be thinking this is a better movie if we didn't have 
fucking 50 years of James Bond to compare it to. <sighs> and and I, I agree with you on that. It, it is sort of that weird thing that they have to figure out for themselves when they make each movie. Because, you know, so they start out Casino Royale. It's supposed to be a reboot of the series a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be. Uh, I don't. I wonder if at the time of Casino Royale they knew what they were going toward, because again, without saying specifically how it works out, but they definitely tie from Casino Royale up. They are tying these movies back to the present, back to Doctor No. Which is so weird. That's very weird to me. But we don't have to cross that bridge right now. Right. So this this it, is this is the first pair of movies that we've watched where yeah, it, it is a direct sequel to its predecessor. Mm-hmm. It it's to say, me pointing that out is more to say you have the brand new people coming into these movies to Casino Royale to Quantum of Solace. They don't have that expectation built into them, or they at least have it. It's not as hardwired into them. Maybe they under, they know who James yeah. Bond is because pop culture, but they've never really seen the movies. They've only heard stuff, so mm-hmm. it, it's just not as much of a thing for them. And they can get on the on more on board with these movies where you and I, or someone who's really into these movies, they are hamstrung by what you said by them yeah. having all the history. So it is an it is a little off putting to see this actual character piece sort of movie the last one and this one yeah so i don't know do you criticize it for that or do you praise it for that because i praise it for that but that's that's just me yeah oh but i, I, but I think I, as i said i think it's in the right place i'm i would like to see it above on her Majesty's secret service but if it's not i'm fine with it so so feel f- so it's definitely under on Her Majesty's Secret Service in this moment. Feel free to either dissuade on Her Majesty's Secret Service or can you give me something else to chew on that would make it go above on Her Majesty's? Like what what does it do better than on Her Majesty's did? Well, on Her Majesty's Secret Service has terrible editing. Is is that as much of a byproduct? Is that is that more of a byproduct of the time? No, no, it's it's not. Okay, <laughs> because older movies have better editing than On Her Majesty's. Okay, and and, and <clears throat> I, I guess that's the the best way to to throw it under the bus. You know, mm. I, I really I, I liked that movie. So then give me something a little more than editing, because I I definitely don't want to put it above. A movie strictly because all the editing's bad like is it a better story or xyz things better I, more, i'll give you the acting they're, they're <laughs> both stories are equally confusing so i, I don't think that that's really going to help uh george that, lazenby there we go just george lazenby yeah like the acting and the act the actors yeah. and dialogue things like that are definitely well i yeah. won't say as much criticize the dialogue strictly and on her majesty's but the acting and such is better. Yeah. All right. All right, fine. Okay. Okay. Fine. I never, I just wouldn't have thought this is where this stupid movie goes. 
so so we're putting it in between Live and Let Die and On Her Majesty's Secret Service. <sighs> yeah, I, we that's, are. I, I feel like it, it deserves that. <sighs> it was such a fucking slog to watch this movie, dude. I don't, I don't think, think it's true. It it deserves my contempt. That's what it deserves. Like, so, so if we were if we were if the, if there was like an alternate ranking of watchability. Oh, that bitch is going to the bottom. You're yeah. Not, and you're not convincing me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> like re yeah. If if we're categorized, oh shit, don't don't put that in this thing. Don't put that in here at all. Like, which one can you rewatch again though? Like, not this one. And, not and, from Russia with Love. Not on and, Her Majesty's, really. And and I feel like if we're ranking them most important, like this one's gonna be higher than where it's at. Oh man, I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. I'm just glad it's our ranking. Like we're we're doing we're doing fine, Reed. This we're doing a good job. I'll be interested. You know what? What I would like to see is a retrospective of this conversation after Spectre. <laughs> okay. Because I, I I don't know. Maybe your opinion won't change. Maybe it'll all. Maybe it'll even Im- improve your position of how you feel about it after the Skyfall and and Spectre. We'll see. But I just I'm just not a fan of this movie. I just find it boring enough or not uninteresting enough that like the rewatchability Matt that that matters to me at least and. At least, and I'm not saying it doesn't matter to you. It does mean something to me, even if it is trying new things, even if it does have some good elements. If I don't want to watch it again, it must not be good enough elements. <laughs> it must not have done just enough for, like, damn, I don't even want to watch the shit again. I I don't know. Like, there are a lot of really good movies I don't want to watch again. Like what? Like, what? what is a super good movie that you're just like, nah. Second viewing of that shit isn't worth it. I I don't think I ever need to watch No Country from old uh, for old men again. But you're at least not rewatching it for because it's a bad movie. You'll you'll watch it. You won't watch it again because it's any number of things. But it's not because damn that movie's boring. That's or, well, that's the point I'm making. Is rewatchability is not a metric that is exclusive to boring it's not it's not i I, rewatchability to me is is almost strictly that is like can i stand to spend another and give this movie another hour and a half to two hours of my life and (laughs) and if i can't if it's boring enough uninteresting enough not cool enough dude i can't do it i like i just can't even if it has some cool elements i cannot do it but, All right. Oh man, and and that's not a. I mean, if you can, if you feel differently, that's that's perfectly fair. If anybody listening feels differently, that's perfectly fair to you. This this is just my POV on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you're and you're not an idiot or a piece of shit for wanting to be that way about it. Just throwing that out there. You Being know, all disclaimer. diplomatic. Look at you. I don't know. I just I I know some people get and maybe not you, so maybe I'm compensating for nothing. But I know some people you you make a description of how you view something and somebody takes that as you're attacking their way of doing it. It's like no, 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 no. 
Yeah, yeah. And and I've this is a little off topic, but I've learned a lot in my old in my old age. Mm. I've I've learned that when I state thing when I say things like, oh yeah, that movie's not good. Mm. Like that's a very different sentence than saying I didn't like that movie. Like in my mind, right, they mean yeah. the same damn thing. And and yeah. One is, yeah, it's just the way the the words combined come out to be. One is your feeling of it, and the other could be taken as an objective declarative statement. Yeah, that is a bad movie. It just is bad, or something like that. Whereas you don't like it, you can choose to not like it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> This damn movie. It, at least we have Skyfall next, so that's that's nice. And when you say next, that's the next thing we're watching, isn't it? Yes, it it is. And boy, it's a humdinger. Oh well, good. We we're we're due for one of those. We are. Whatever. Th- this is one of the better, uh, one of the better Bond movies. It might be the best one. Well, we will determine that next episode. We will. All right, well, but before but before we before we say goodbye, a couple of things. Oh yeah, go, go ahead, do uh, some one, house cleaning. Uh, the, the the reason we're doing it this way is because I need to watch all of the Daniel Craig movies before No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them, so we're doing these three Daniel Craig movies back to back to back, so it makes sense when we go watch it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, we would have mixed some other older stuff in, but. You know, it's our rules, so fuck it. We're doing it our way. Two, uh, by all accounts, he might have been a piece of shit human being, but I guess rest in peace, Sean Connery? Was he a piece of shit? I know that he repeatedly throughout his life advocated slapping women. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... That that's that old person shit, I guess, right? Like I mean, yeah. that dude's from the '60s, and yeah. a little younger. Yeah. yeah. And he played James Bond for like eight to eight odd years, so yeah, might have got built into him. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, he 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 passed away recently, and so that's the, he's the first Bond to die. Yeah. R.I.P. to the to the OG Bond. A lot of people's number one Bond. It's true. It's true. I don't hate him, Bond. I don't think he's my number one, but yeah, I, he was definitely one of my favorites. Uh, and I mean, I still like him as Bond. I I grew up. Pierce Brosnan was the one I was first introduced to, so he's the one I kind of clung to as the number one first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hmm. I'll have to look into that. I I just heard that he passed away, but I never looked into anything i just heard he did and that was kind of it yeah 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 and and I, 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 yeah like i, I guess I, I i i put out that that qualifying statement because it's 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 easy to romanticize people who who pass away be like oh mm-hmm. yeah, they never did anything wrong it's like well right it, yeah, yeah it's super yeah we're we're super 
nice to people when they die, but you yeah. know you don't say shit to them while they're alive or anything, or right. or don't have anything nice to say while they're alive. Kind of mentality. Yeah. So that's all I got. All right. Well, Codemaster Star Lugo. Superstar, 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 Sergio Lugo, third time dad. Uh, Congratulations on that. Their third baby. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, thank you so much for your still still waiting on your presence in the mail. So, yeah, well, I'm I'm sure I'm sure they're I'm sure they're on their way. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, they're they're on their way just like that baby is. (laughs) Wait, waiting on that baby to come in, come home. Uh, thanks so much for your time and your post editing work and all the extra peripheral things that you do that are you. And just so you guys know, as always, try and remember about Shellheads. It's another reality breach podcast where Sergio and Jeff Halpert Hubbard Hubbard Hubbard. Hub- Jeff Hubbard. It's, it's not no it's not Jim Halpert. I don't Jeff <laughs> Hubbard talk about Ninja Turtle stuff. And if you get a chance, check out discussing who and all sorts of discussing podcasts with Clarence Brown. And thank you very much to him for what he does for us. And to the Black Pocket Podcast and Robert Morris and his guys. So and anybody else I might have missed with the Reality Breach crew. So thanks so much for your time and taking this little bit of a journey with us. And we'll hope to see you soon. Hopefully we'll do these a little closer to each other. But it's it's still a little touch and go since the movie got pushed back. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. And a happy Thanksgiving, whichever one comes first for you. Debriefing and cocktail. <laughs> You are listening to Keep the Hip, Q Nod, and Break Up Rock. <laughs>